Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and today we are talking all about spirit guides. Now, I have spoken many times in many ways about spirit guides on this podcast, and specifically episode 16, I talk about spirit guides, just everything that I know about spirit guides, and then episode 24, there's a hypnotic journey where you can take a hypnotic journey in the comfort of your own home and heal something alongside your spirit guides. So those two episodes, episode 16 and episode 24, you can find those in every other episode at pastlivesandthedivine.com or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. So I'm sharing this episode today with you just because it's been a few years since I've done something specific on spirit guides and I've had, you know, hundreds of clients since then who have interacted with their spirit guides. And in my membership group called Kinship, where we meet twice a month, once we go on a hypnotic journey, if you can't make that live, then you can listen to the replay. And then we meet again just a couple weeks later and we just discuss our experience with that hypnotic journey, any questions, lingering questions that have may have, maybe have come up from the journey. But it's a really fun space to like, ask your questions, hear other people's questions, get support, you know, just be entertained by other people's experiences, maybe share your own experiences. So with that, um, I took everything I know about spirit guides up to this point here. And so that's plenty of contact with my own spirit guides, hundreds, hundreds of client sessions where they're interacting with their spirit guides. And I put it all inside a workshop. And I shared that workshop in Kinship just a couple months ago. And now you can access that information. You can access that workshop at pastlivesandthedivine.com. Click on shop and you'll find hypnotic tracks in that shop. You'll find other workshops in that shop. But just click on the workshop that's about getting to know your spirit guides. In that workshop, there is a presentation slash masterclass where I tell you everything I know about spirit guides. What I mean when I say spirit guides, how to connect with spirit guides, how to rely on that connection and feel safe in that connection. And we also talk a lot about just building that connection and deepening that connection. Most of us are just beginning that connection. And I think it's whether that's true for you or you're someone who you feel like you've been connecting with them regularly for a while, it's a relationship. So just to understand more about your connection, what that is, how you can navigate it, what to do if you feel blocked. So we cover a lot in that workshop. And then the workshop also includes a hypnotic journey. And this is a journey that you can take from the comfort of your home. So get comfortable, you kick back and relax, you turn it on and you just listen to my words and then you just allow that connection and that experience to unfold within your mind and in your body. And in that space, in that hypnotic journey, we take a journey to what I call the garden of the guides. That's where I love to lead clients when they wanna connect with their spirit guides specifically. And it's also where I take you on a journey in this workshop. So we go into the garden of the guides, we experience our guides, we have an opportunity to ask them specific questions, and then we have an opportunity to get answers about our unique connection with our spirit guides. How do they communicate with us? 
What's a good way for us to communicate to them? How can we listen more? Do we do anything that blocks that connection? What can we know in the future if we feel blocked? What can we do to reignite that or open that channel again? And I think it's really, really valuable, a space where you can totally and completely just sink into the experience of your spirit guides. Also, of course, included in that workshop is me talking about why hypnosis is such a great space for you to really connect with your spirit guides. And what the quick and dirty of that, I'm not gonna be able to do that whole explanation here, it's in the workshop, is that hypnosis really gives us the focus and the attention and the quietness of mind for us to totally feel in body and in mind what their presence feels like, what their messaging feels like, and that's unique to you and them. It's unique to your relationship. And when we can experience that, like even feeling it totally in our body, in that space of hypnotic trance, it really allows us to become familiar with that. And when we're familiar with kind of the essence of their messages, the, the feeling of our connection together, it's so much easier for us to identify that in daily life as we go on. So it's like really igniting that, really showing you exactly what that is, what that feels like. And then you can take that knowing into your life and rely on it even more. So all of that is in the Spirit Guide Workshop. Um, and regardless, whether you want to dive deep into the Spirit Guides, if you just want to dip your toe in that pond, that is what this podcast episode is about. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you a little bit of the teaching I did for the members in Kinship, my annual membership. So when we gathered together and I did some teaching on Spirit Guides, I'm going to share just part of that recording. So it's kind of like you're listening in on that kinship meeting if you were ever maybe interested in joining kinship in the future. So just something to know about that recording that I'm sharing with you. When I talk about the journey that we're taking, when I talk about like the hypnotic journey, when I talk about that sort of thing, just know that it's from that kinship meeting in the hypnotic journey that I'm talking about is the one that's in the workshop. So if you're like, yes, I want that hypnotic journey, it's the spirit guide workshop in the shop on my website, Past Lives and the Divine. So what I'm sharing with you is a portion of the teaching that I do about spirit guides. And specifically what you're going to hear today is I'm touching on like what I believe spirit guides truly are, like what they are to me. When, when I say spirit guides, what am I talking about in that space? It's very, very broad for me. And then I also talk about like how to know whether you're working with a malevolent or a benevolent being. So oftentimes um, I might get a comment or an email or hear someone say something to the effect of like, well, I'm scared. How do I know it's really my spirit guide and not some, you know, malevolent energy trying to be mischievous? And we touch on that a bit. And then I also touch on just tips and ideas and, and just perspectives to keep in mind when we're thinking about deepening that connection to our spirit guide. So whether this is brand new to you and you're just kind of dipping your toe in the water or you've been doing it for a while, either way, it's a relationship. And to continue a relationship, we need to nurture it and 
really invest in that relationship. And so that I'll be touching on just like, how can you deepen that connection going forward, no matter where you're starting with this connection, whether it's brand new or something you've been doing for a while. So plenty for you to start with and information just to take in and see what feels right to you. Just my perspective on spirit guides this far in my life. And again, if you want to take this information and get more information like it, access a hypnotic journey where you can go and meet your guides and get information about your connection with them, go to pastlivesandthedivine.com and click on shop. And that's where you can find your spirit guide workshop. Okay, everybody, gather around the fire for this recording of a kinship conversation all about spirit guides. Okay, spirit guides. So I use the term spirit guide and the way I have this in my mind is like spirit guide is just kind of a catch-all term for your team on the other side in the unseen realms of benevolent beings, benevolent entities maybe, depending on how you see it. And they're there to help us on our journey. Um, I sometimes when I'm referring to spirit guides will sometimes refer to spirit team or something like that. And I think of it more like we're on a team. When I first encountered my spirit guides, it was almost this feeling of like, I'm not worthy. And uh, I think that's pretty normal to have that reaction, especially I was coming from, um, you know, living my life, just kind of feeling really alone, feeling like I was not equipped with the tools to be a human on this planet at this time or any time. And to meet my spirit guide, my first spirit guide that I met was Dalo, and to experience that just being like seen and validated and really to experience that like unearthly love, just that unconditional love kind of made me even more so be like, oh my gosh, I'm not worthy. And kind of putting them on a pedestal, almost in a sense of like, should I be praying to this being and that sort of thing. And since I've had that experience, my relationship with them has really grown more into a team situation. And what's interesting is like, I had that experience and kind of worked through it in my own way, spontaneously and intentionally. And I've also had a lot of clients who express that, like when they meet their spirit guides in a session, they'll actually say things like, oh, I just feel so guilty that they are trying to help me, you know, whether it's, do I deserve that help or I'm no good at listening to them or whatever. Um, or sometimes it can be this feeling of like worship, like I should look up to you. I should pray to you. I need to stay in line. I'm nervous around you. And the truth is, is like, it always comes out that it is a team situation. Like we are peers in this task and on this journey. Uh, we operate in the third dimension. We are a soul in a human body walking on this planet, and they are in different realms, different dimensions. It just kind of depends on how you put the universe together in your mind. But it really is like the two of you are coming together or the group of you are coming together to you know, do this life or work on something specific at a certain phase in your life. Regardless of how this information comes into you, how you experience your spirit guides, or if you have not, it is a relationship. And just like every relationship, we have to put effort, energy, intention into it. 
So I always remind people that if they come to a session or come to a workshop like this, that it to think of it like a relationship. Uh, and maybe that's taking stock on how you are in that relationship today. I know my relationship before I actually felt like I experienced them in a session, my relationship with them was like, feverishly praying, not like actually praying, but like, oh, I wish this or, oh, help me with this. Or, oh, I'm so sick of this. And it was a lot of asking and asking and asking, but I would never listen. I would never pause to listen. I would never stop to listen. I would never even thought of listening. And it's like, I don't believe our spirit guides are on the side, like taking offense to it or getting angry at us for it. That's really not what they're doing, at least from my experience. Um, but it is like, that's not a way to build a relationship where you just call them up when you're annoyed at something, you know? So to really think of it like that, it's a relationship. And just like any sort of relationship, it's might not be just these clear vision, beautiful fireworks up front. It could be a slow getting to know. And that's what I see most often is this like slow getting to know them by spending time in quiet, connecting to them, by observing how their information comes in, the guidance that they're giving you, and just what that means to you based on your life and what you want on your in your life and what you're working on in this life. So when I say spirit guides, I really just mean that, like literally benevolent beings who are on your team. And um, that could be ancestors, that could be angels, if you use that language, that could be ascended masters, that could be light beings, that could be beings from other planets, enlightened beings from other realms. It could be ancestors. It could be ancestors like your grandparents who maybe you shared time on earth with. It could be ancestors or extended family members who you maybe never walked on earth with. A spirit guide is really just someone on the other side, outside of this third dimension that is there to help us and to guide us. Okay, so connecting with spirit guides, I love to use hypnosis. So I'm talking to people who have been doing hypnosis at least regularly for almost four, four months now. But in hypnosis, as we know, it's that quiet place where like the comparison, the judgment, the planning, the strategizing, the forward thinking of our conscious mind is really put to the side. And we're able to settle in and either access memories in our subconscious mind that maybe we're not aware of consciously yet, or we can settle in, get quiet in that hypnotic trance and really understand their information coming in. Uh, any messages, wisdom, guidance, feeling their essence, feeling their love. It, I just think hypnosis is such a great space for that. When we get in that relaxed, open space, we can feel their love. We can feel their presence. We can feel their essence. And it's one of those things where it's like, once you feel it, you just like never forget it. Um, and that's why I love using hypnosis for it. So for us and for this conversation right now, we can really think back to like January when we were talking about intuition, connecting to intuition, deepening that connection to our intuition. And the same is true here because I think of intuition as kind of, it's like our sense, our way to navigate, understand, observe the unseen realms around us. It's not things that are tangible that we're picking up with the five senses of our physical body. 
Uh, and the same is true. Like that would mean that we're using intuition to communicate with our spirit guides. And so we can take all of that information and all the reasons why hypnosis is such a great space for that. So again, it's like that quiet, still space where we can really get, take the time to ask a question and then listen for the answer. And if that answer spurs on more questions to be able to ask that question again and get an answer, just like connecting to our spirit guides, just like connecting to our intuition. Once we do it in that hypnotic trance, even just once, it's like, this feeling something comes alive in us and we'll just notice it more and more in our everyday life. It's kind of similar to that phenomenon where I think they've said like, oh, you think you're being unique buying a yellow car. You buy a yellow car and then you're driving down the road and it seems like every third car is a yellow car. And it's just that thing where when we're used to seeing something or when we expect to see something and we're familiar with it, we're more likely to notice it in the world around us. And so getting that clear understanding of the connection to your spirit guides, what their wisdom sounds like really is, um, it's just so much easier in hypnosis. And then that carries forward in order to deepen the connection. So maybe some of you, I had some of you wrote in the comments, just like, I know this, but I don't know that, or I know him a little, or I met him once. And deepening the connection literally just comes from like putting in the effort. And one really easy way to deepen that connection is hypnosis, like doing what we're going to do tonight. That's a great way to signal like, hey, I'm serious. I want to have this relationship with you. I want to get your understand. I want to understand the messages that you're sending me and lean on them, lean on their guidance, their insights, their wisdom for those times in your life where you feel like you need it or you want it. Uh, so deepening that connection just comes with repetition and to get curious about it and to know that as you do this journey this evening, as if you choose to listen to the replay and do this journey more often, to know that the more often you do it, the easier it's going to get, the more information you're going you're going to get. That's just how hypnosis works. When we become familiar with that altered state of consciousness, that is hypnotic trance we're able to navigate that a little bit better each time on our own. And in doing that, we're going to be able to observe more. We're going to be able to ask questions maybe in our mind, like we get an answer and then immediately we ask that question. Um, so there are just in that repetition, you're not only getting more and more familiar with the way they communicate and the way your connection works, but you're also really, really leaning on that intuition too. I mean, it's all building on that intuition. Um, so if you are in that space, say you do this journey over again, you do it for a second time, you do it for a third time, go ahead and do it as often as you want. So sometimes when people have an encounter with their spirit guides, uh, whether it's in a group situation like this or in a one-on-one -on -one situation, a question I'll get is like, well, I asked this question and they said this back and I don't know what that means or did they mean this or that or you're doubting the information or the information doesn't really seem right. And you maybe have a different follow-up question just to know that I don't have that answer. <laughs> like I have no idea what your spirit guides want. That is where my abilities stop. Uh, so to go back, like if you have doubts, if you have more questions, you can always come back to this 
guided hypnosis journey with those questions in mind, meet up with your spirit guide and get those questions. Um, if you're ever wondering, like in terms of doubting, sometimes with spirit guides, people will, will say something to me, essentially the question gets worded differently each time, but something along the lines of like, how do I know I'm not like conversing with the devil? If you have a Catholic background, like I do. And, um, what I'll say first and foremost is like the energy of a malevolent being is undeniable. Like it is a full body feeling to me, whether I'm like clearing someone's basement or, I mean, I'm not doing it now. I'm not in Minnesota, but, um, but like things I've met, like in creepy crawl spaces or anything like that, like we can feel that. Okay. So we can feel when it's a malevolent energy. And that's another benefit of working specifically on your intuition and your ability to observe and discern what is for you and not for you. So that is something that you're working on as long as you're doing these hypnotic journeys. It's kind of the way I've built it. Um, but to know that in those spaces, that's how you will know. And being a malevolent energy sharing space with a malevolent energy, it's not a disease. You're not going to catch it unless you were to like open your arms and welcome it in. Okay. That you're using free will to take on this entity. That's something completely different. Um, so even if you were to encounter a malevolent energy, you do not need to engage. You have free will. If it's your home, if it's your space, you can banish it by simply saying that. Um, so when you're in these spaces that I curate, one of the ways that I have boundaries put in place for my sessions in general is that no malevolent energies, unless they're here for the client's great, highest and greatest good. So how that shows up for me is if I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a client, the only way a malevolent energy or any sort of like entity that's you know, a little mischievous, the only way they're allowed in is if we are there to clear it, learn from it. But otherwise, if they're around, if they're there, just like, fuck around, that doesn't happen in my space. And that is what it is to be human. We have free will. So if an entity is encroaching on your space, whether you're in hypnotic trance, say you're on your own or something like that, um, or in your home or whatever, we have the free will to say, you cannot be here. And they know that. And I've done enough entity removals. It's like, that is the law of the universe. That's just the way it goes. So the boundaries I have around my sessions and around my hypnotic journeys that I do with individuals or groups is that no malevolent energies, unless it's for the client's highest and greatest good. And in this space, uh, I am not there with you. I don't, know what's in your highest and greatest good, but I would be willing to bet encountering one of those all alone, you either have the skills to shut it down or um, it's just, it's not going to, it's never happened. It's the boundary and free will is king. It is the top. It is the rule that trumps every other rule. So just to know, I put those boundaries in place. I encourage everybody to put those boundaries in place. And I'm... <clears throat> so over the top about those boundaries that every hypnotic journey that I have someone go on, they're putting up their protective bubble, they're putting their roots into the ground, and they're opening to that divine love, that energy from the highest source. And that to me 
is also ultimate protection. And it really is crafting that journey, setting the intention for the session, and just knowing that you will feel it if you're ever near a uh, malevolent energy. And it's just, it's not going to happen here. Those are the boundaries. <laughs> and my spirit guides know, and they converse with everybody's spirit guides who are here. So just to know, unless you are actively inviting them in, they will not be a part of this session. Uh, so I just spoke a ton on something that could be incredibly scary. And I really don't mean to <laughs> scare anybody, but it is a question that I get. And I think when we are talking to people about these experiences, oftentimes we can go into it knowing that it feels good, knowing it's safe for us. And then someone comes at us with that question of like, well, how do you know you're not talking to the devil or whatever? Uh, and you can just say, that's not the container for this. And this is for my highest and greatest good. And the intention here is that I'm conversing with my spirit guides. Um, so that's not going to be enough for most people, but or for most religious people <laughs> that I know anyway. But sometimes it is nice to at least have that answer before someone in kind of an attacky way, like says that to us. And then we can kind of feel like, oh, um, and I just don't want anybody to feel like that. So I give you the background and also unless you're inviting it in, which all you have to do is say, I'm not inviting you in. <laughs> you feel like you might be. Um, so just so you know that. Uh, yeah, again, so using hypnosis is not only a great space to really feel their energy, feel their love, feel their essence, get their messages. But in this hypnotic journey, I put in hypnotic suggestions for you to continue to get that information. So not only are you more likely to get that information just by doing it, but I'm also putting in this, those hypnotic suggestions. And I tell you that as well, if you fall asleep for the whole thing, if you accidentally fall asleep for part of it, you can know your subconscious mind is always listening. It's always listening. It's always there for you. Um, and so to know that you're still getting those hypnotic suggestions for the connection to your spirit guide, for seeing it more and more every day. And whether you're having that experience here, or if you fall asleep or not, everybody's getting those suggestions. So, and I always tell people too, if you fall asleep, like your body needs sleep. It's like the number one thing that we can do for our mental health, for our physical health, for our longevity. So it's never a loss if you fall asleep. If falling asleep during a hypnotic journey is getting in the way of you experiencing that hypnotic journey, like in an awake present way, then I would change the time of day you're doing it, change the position. Maybe if you're laying down, maybe you sit up in a chair where you feel supported and you can relax, but you're sitting up um, or get the sleep you need, which is easier said than done sometimes. Okay. So the journal questions that will be, uh, I'll post this slide when we're done, but we're really going to be kind of journeying to the garden of the guides to figure out how do your guides communicate with you. So I bet they're already communicating with you. And I bet you even have an inkling. Is this how they're doing it? And you can figure out like, is that true? Is that validating what you're already thinking? Or is it something new? Um, and then we'll also just touch on like, what are other ways you can communicate with them, connect to them? Of course, do they have a name? And uh, sometimes when they say, I won't, probably do this just because it's a group journey. But if I ask the question, do you have a name? And your spirit guide is like, no, <laughs> or 
<laughs> or something where you just don't get a name, then if if a name is something that would really make you feel connected to them, that's a human thing. That's a very human thing to want to be connected to something. The next step is like, give it a name. And sometimes we just don't get a name for whatever reason. And so we could say, do you have a nickname or an initial or something I could call you when I'm referring to you? So if you don't get that, like a full name, you can always ask for something like a nickname or a shortened name or something. Um, do spirit guides have names? Probably not the names we're using. I don't even know if we like have names on the other side. Our consciousness are, is so entwined and together with each other. I don't know. Uh, if I had to guess at this point on my journey, I would say no, probably no names. I think the names are just for us humans, which is totally fine. Uh, and who knows, maybe I'll be proven wrong in the future. It'll be an easy one for me to flip on. And then we'll just kind of survey the scene. Is there anyone else with you? If there's kind of one guy guide that stood out, is there anyone else who wants to just like pop forward and say hi? And then of course that time at the end, just like a minute or so where we can be quiet or a couple minutes or whatever um, and get any other insights, understandings, anything else your guides want you to know moving forward. So I'll put this back up there. Um, this is the last bit that we're going to talk about before we go into the journey. <clears throat> so after the hypnotic journey, we'll do the journaling. You can share, or ask a question, whatever you want to do. But I also just want to highlight this of like going forward. And I don't want to do it when you're just <laughs> coming out of trance, um, but deepening your connection, it's a regular practice. So it's a regular practice of like listening, <laughs> like intentionally listening, intentionally asking a question and intentionally listening. So it's really just that simple repetition. And uh, I think it's kind of easy to get caught up in like, I'm blocked or it's not working or whatever. And just to know the more often you do it, the easier it's going to get. That doesn't necessarily mean that every single time you try to connect with your spirit guides, you're going to get more information than the last time. What I'm saying is that time over time over time, you're going to get more information the more you show up. Kind of like brushing your teeth, like, <laughs> like that regular boring relationship maintenance is also true here as well. So when I say like showing up and listening, showing up and like observing that connection, it it can be whatever you want. Like if you want to make a really great ritual and it's elaborate and there's a lot of things involved and maybe you do it once a month or once a week, uh, or you could just do a simple habit where it's like, all right, when I am on a bike ride, the last 15 minutes, I'm going to take the headphones out of my ears and just listen, or I'm going to just listen on my lunchtime walk, or I'm just going to sit here in meditation and listen. There are so many ways that we can do it. It literally is just intentionally quiet and still yourself and just observe what comes to mind, just like we do in hypnosis, but you're doing it like in that conscious state. And then anytime you want to add something to your life, I cannot stress enough, make a plan, put it on your calendar and adjust as needed. And I say, put it on your calendar so you can adjust as needed. When we're thinking we got to do something, we got to do something, we got to do something like connect with our spirit guides. It's probably never going to feel like this burning priority. It's probably always going to feel like this little nagging thing that you want in your life. So just to know that, uh, 
you know, even the little naggy things, like even though they don't get the spot on the calendar, they are still things we have to do. So if you feel like you just can't find time to listen to them, to get quiet, to just focus on it. And when I say quiet, that can mean laying down, eyes closed, totally quiet, or it could mean like out for a walk, eyes open and just observing what comes to mind or something else. Um, but make a plan. How often do you want to do it? Do you want to do it less? Do you want to do it more? How did that plan go? And adjust it accordingly. Uh, yeah. So it is just repetition. That's it. And pretty soon you'll notice that you're um, just like any other relationship, your closeness, your connectedness, the value or what you get from that connection can change. And all of that is effortless and automatic and it just happens and it doesn't have to feel scary. If we ever feel blocked, we can make that. If you ever feel blocked in the future, you could always say, I'm going to listen to that hypnotic journey again. So just to play with it, you're not failing life. Sometimes we feel more disconnected at other times than we do some other times. So just to know you don't have to get upset with it or feel like you're doing it wrong. It literally is just the path and just curious, get curious about how, how it's going to show up for you. Yeah. How will that unfold for you? That journey, getting to know your spirit guides, deepening that connection. If you want to listen to my entire workshop on spirit guides, where I teach more in depth about it, deepening that connection, continuing that connection, and then where you can take a hypnotic journey in the comfort of your own home to the garden of the guides to connect to your guides. Learn more about that connection, how to deepen that connection so you can rely on it and just feel more love and belonging in your life. If you want that, go to pastlivesandthedivine.com, click on shop and click on the Spirit Guides Workshop. All right, everybody, that is our episode for today. As always, take anything that makes your load feel lighter and just leave the rest.